Blog Talk Radio. Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. presents our live on-air call-in show. We're opening up the phone lines to our listeners for live on-air readings. Do you have a concern or is there a situation you'd like guidance with? Get your question ready and join us by calling 1-646-716-5510 or by using the Skype button on the Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. show page at Blog Talk Radio after the show begins broadcasting. We're excited. Give us a listen. Firefly Willows L-I-V-E, helping you find and shine your inner light. listening to L.I.V.E. On Air Readings with your Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. host on Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. Find out more at FireflyWillows.com. Enjoy the show. My name is Heisey Lutmers. I am your host for today's call-in show. I am also host of a couple of other shows here on the second Sundays of each month. I host a show called Revolution. And on the second Tuesdays of each month, I host a show called The Amethyst Oracle, Divination with a Queer Twist, with actually my co-host, Charlie Harrington. 
I would encourage you to both check those shows out. You can do so in the archives here on Blog Talk Radio. All of our past shows underneath the Firefly Willows LIVE channel are available to listen to. You can also find us on iTunes. Just do a quick search for Firefly Willows Live, and you are able to listen, download, or subscribe to the podcast there, and you will automatically, if you are subscribed, receive the latest episodes as soon as they post, usually within an hour or so after the live airing. There are, of course, a number of other shows uh, that air under the Firefly Willows LIVE channel, and we're excited because there's a couple of new shows that are getting ready to launch um, in the next few months that I think you will find both interesting as well as practically useful and helpful in terms of the information that they will be offering. So keep an eye and an ear out for that, and we will make sure to let you know and uh, advertise when those shows are going to start airing so that you will have a chance to check those out as well. You can always find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fireflywillows. And we would encourage you to like the show there. That is probably the easiest and best way to keep up with the information regarding current shows, when they air, what their uh, topics and guests are going to be, as well as new shows and new things that we will be offering uh, in the near future. And you can always find out information about me. I am a Tarot conversationalist, Tarot coach. I also do uh, consultations regarding ritual and magic. And you can find out about me or you can contact me through my website, which is tarotbyhighc.net. And you can email me, highc at tarotbyhighc.net. And I would be happy to give you more information, answer any questions you have, or set up a session for that. I'm able to do sessions in person if you're in the San Francisco Bay Area. I also offer sessions via Skype, FaceTime, phone, or email as well. So whatever would work best for you, especially depending on where you're located, I'm happy to work with that and use these modern marvels of technology for us to be able to connect. Um, If you are in the San Francisco Bay Area, I will let you know that today, Sunday, the 28th of September, I will be at East West Bookstore in Mountain View, California, uh, offering readings there all afternoon and into the evening, starting at 1.30 California time. So if you're out and about, want to say hi, or if you want to stop by and get a reading, please feel free to do so. I would be more than happy to have a chance to see you and to chat with you. So today we have our monthly call-in show, which offers you the opportunity to receive readings um, live right here on the air. And all you have to do to get into the queue for that is either Skype in from the show page, or you can call 646-716-5510. And when you do so, then you just press 1. That will get you into the queue and indicate that you are waiting for a reading. And I would be Happy to have you join me here and uh, take advantage of that. So I think to start today, I wanted to talk about a couple of different things that are going on uh, astrologically as well as from a Tarot standpoint. Um, Every morning, I send out an email newsletter that has both the card of the day uh, that I choose and then give a little explanation for for what that indicates regarding the focus or the energy of the day. 
It also includes astrological information for the day. Um, and they work really well together because the it's almost like the tarot card gives us the feel and the mindset for the day. And the astrology information helps, especially with timing, because it can indicate when may be the best time of the day to have a meeting or to avoid making a particular purchase or finalizing a decision um, either that day or during a particular time of the day. Uh, so they really work well together. Uh, if you would like to um, subscribe to that newsletter and receive that every morning in your email box, uh, then you can do so by just going to my website, click on card of the day, and there is a little uh, box there that you can put your email address in and submit in order to subscribe. I also add in those newsletters an herbal ally of the day, which corresponds to the tarot card, and that gives you also uh, something from the natural world that you can utilize to help support you or to help cultivate the kind of energy or the kind of focus and intention that that particular day is about as well. Um, and those are always nice to learn about because then if you are trying to do something that one of those allies is really good for, you can always use them in the future, of course, as well. So the card for the day, I thought I would just let you know, that the card for the day that came up this morning is the Four of Cups. And, you know, I find the Four of Cups very interesting because on the one hand, the Four of Cups is almost like a day of luxury. It's about just relaxing and kind of just doing our thing and, you know, sitting by the water or soaking in a long bath, um, taking a, maybe if you take a hike, then it's a, a leisurely hike. It's not something strenuous. Uh, it also is a card that asks us to uh, give ourselves permission to perhaps indulge a little bit that day. You know, if we want to just take a nap in the middle of the afternoon, if we want to go and treat ourselves to a massage, those are also things uh, that can be a part of what this day could be about. Um, it it does ask us to perhaps engage in creative expression, creative outlets. So if you haven't picked up your paintbrush in a while, or if you haven't sat down to write something in a while, or if you haven't danced in a while or learned that new routine in a while, this is a really good day to do that. Part of the Four of Cups is about turning inward. Uh, so doing, especially with the creative expression things, doing those things can often be about bringing us back into ourselves so that we're able to reconnect with what it is that's within us that we want to express or allows it to just find an outlet, whether we're expressing it for other people or whether we're just expressing it for ourselves. Sometimes we just want to dance because that's what the music, music is asking us to do and our body just wants to move and we just do that in the middle of our living room doesn't matter if anybody sees it. It's just because that's what our body wants to do and how it wants to express and and externalize the rhythm of the music that it's hearing. Uh, sometimes we want to write, and maybe writing is just journaling for us, but it could also be writing a blog post that other people are going to see. So this is a really good day to kind of sit with what it is that's coming up for you and then finding a way to express it or allow it to have an external expression uh, so that it doesn't just get stagnant. It doesn't just get dammed up inside of us. It actually can, it is part of the flow, both outward and inward, um, that we have. Now, Four of Cups can be a really nice card for feeling kind of emotionally calm. It's there, There's if there's 
there's no waves. There may be small little ripples in the day, but those are just very gentle. It also is asking us to approach the day in any situations that come up in that way as well, to be perhaps the, the calm in the storm, not the calm before the storm or after the storm, but to be the calm in the storm as well, so that if things start to get a little bit turbulent, that we don't contribute to that versus we are the ones who remain calm, level-headed, uh, you know, Four of Cups asks us to speak in a soft and gentle tone so that we are not stirring things up, but we're helping to calm things down so that they can be approached and dealt with in a way that is mutually acceptable and beneficial, but also just doesn't create conflict and doesn't create upset in anyone versus helps to bring back a, a peaceful state of conversation rather than argument. Um but the, one of the surprising things to me is that amidst that calm, the Four of Cups can also indicate that it may be a day for some sort of unexpected surprise or occurrence. And we want to also keep our eyes out for that. Um, sometimes Four of Cups is a day where we recognize we've gotten a little too narrow-sighted that we tend to focus on the things that we already know, do things in the way that we are used to doing them. And if somebody tries or if we're trying to think about changing that in some way, we can get a bit obstinate, kind of cross our arms and say, hmm, I just want to do it the way I know. I don't want to change. But Four of Cups is its a day where something that is perhaps out in the periphery so it's this idea that something may be trying to come in, something may be trying to be offered, or there is something that would be what we have been seeking or wanting that may be there, but it may be in a form or coming from a source or coming in a way that is unexpected. It, it's not looking the way that we thought it would. Uh, it's perhaps even not what we thought we wanted, but if we are willing to see it and accept it and allow it to come in, we will be very, very pleasantly surprised by what it has to offer and how it may even be better than what we thought it was going to look like or be. And this thing, it can include things that we're wanting. It can include people. Um, it's. I often think with the Four of Cups, it's like if somebody is looking for a relationship, they haven't recognized the fact that the person they work next to has had romantic interest in them for the past three years, but they've always brushed it off as, oh, that's just my colleague. Oh, yeah, we just get along well at work or, oh, we're just friendly when there may actually be something a little bit deeper there that we haven't been noticing or taking advantage of. So, Throughout the day, really pay attention. I would say take off the blinders. And you know how when um, uh, there's like movement or something that's just on the very edge of our vision and all of a sudden it catches our eye and we turn our head really fast and go, what was that? Um, and sometimes we think we turn and we, we don't see anything there. But it means that either it's, there, it's just starting to form, so it's going to be coming in. We just have to be patient and allow a little bit of time for it. Um, sometimes it means that maybe we just have to turn our head a little faster or have a, a greater sense of awareness so that when that is there, we're already paying attention to those very, very fringe 
points in our vision uh, rather than being so focused in front of us that we aren't even paying attention out there and we only notice it when it does some dramatic movement. Uh, so if if you get that sense of something that catches your attention, that causes you to turn your head and go, what was that? Really, really pay attention to that because that means there's something happening, something coming in or something being offered that you really want to uh, both catch the eye of and be able to reach out or take advantage of in some way. So one thing that you might want to think about, too, is if there is the, the creative expression part of things. Let's say that you've always been a painter and maybe today you could try sculpting or writing or dancing or something that is different than what you're used to doing or doing it in a different way. So if you've always painted with watercolors, then maybe try painting with oils. If you've always tried painting still lifes, then try painting abstract. Something that kind of shifts or or stirs a little bit of change, of ch difference in what it is and how you do something because we may have gotten a little too stuck in what it is that we're doing. And what, what, what that can often generate for us is it can often create an opportunity for us to discover maybe a new talent that we didn't know we had because we have never explored it. Perhaps it creates... Uh, an ability for something to be expressed that we have often perhaps missed out on or not necessarily been able to tap into because we always keep tapping into the same well. And when we suddenly tap into a different well, we find a new source of water, a new source of insight or inspiration that starts to bubble to the surface that we maybe had a sense was there, but had never really tapped into. So, I would encourage you, challenge you even today, to perhaps try to do something in a new way, see what it has to offer, try to approach something in a different way, shift the perspective that you take on something, and be ready for an unexpected yet pleasant surprise as to what comes up, what it has to offer, or what might come about as a result of that. So, that is a, a Four of Cups day for you. And um, I will also mention that the herbal ally that goes with the Four of Cups is burdock or burdock root. Now, when you work with an herbal ally, if you can ingest it in some way, then that is the most direct and easiest way to take the energy in at its fullest and to carry it with you. So if you can eat it or add it to food, take it as a supplement, take it as a tea. Um, those would be very direct ways to work with it. You can also carry a little bit of it around with you in a pouch, uh, maybe in your pocket, perhaps around your neck if you're prone to that sort of thing, little pouches, little medicine pouches around your neck. Um, that is a way to also generate and, and carry that energy around with you. Uh, if you can get the essential oil or you can um, put that on you. Uh, herbal tinctures are also another way to ingest them. You can put some of the herb into a bath and infuse yourself with the energy. Uh, if you want to use it 
from its energetic standpoint to send an intention out. You can burn it as an incense and speak your intention into the incense and the, in, the intention is carried out on the smoke as it goes out to the universe. Um, if you bring a plant and scatter it in a room or a space or you have it growing in a space, it will energize that space with that energy. But you don't necessarily carry the fullness of that energy when you leave that space. You carry a residual of it, but it is most fully impacting or helping you when you're actually in that space. So a lot of it has to do with what form you can find it in, what form you prefer to work with it in, and also how or where you need it to be working for you. If you need it with you when you're out in the world, you want it in you or on you in some way. If you are wanting it to help support you and, and energetically ally with you when you're working in a particular space, then, of course, having it just in that space is going to be great because it'll energize that space and be helping to cultivate that there. So I wanted to just mention the different ways to work with an herbal ally in case you weren't familiar with that. Um, the one for Four of Cups, the herbal ally for today is burdock or burdock root. And, you know, it, burdock is really great for helping us to just release and let flow away from us any negative emotions and things that we might be holding on to or we might have gotten kind of stuck or stagnant in and are operating from. So things like, you know, anger, aggression, um, if we have a bias or, or judgment around something, uh, resentment, those kind of things, can, burdock is really good for helping to kind of loosen where those things have gotten stuck and stagnant so that they can start to be released and flow away from us and we can come back to a place of feeling more uh, content. We can come back to feeling more at peace. We can feel as if everything's going to be okay and we don't feel like we're constantly emotionally stirred up. Uh, so, you know, burdock can be really helpful with that. Um, it can also help to kind of stimulate us uh, in order to flow out of discontentment and towards the recognition that maybe something can be changed, maybe something can be different, rather than just feeling unhappy and discontent with something or a situation and just kind of throwing up our hands and saying, well, there's nothing I can do about it. I guess I just have to sit here and be miserable about it, um, which really gets us nowhere because then we just kind of stew and stagnate in negative emotion. Um, it's And burdock is really good for helping to shift our perspective, to be able to perhaps see the positive in something or see the possibility in something or just the ability to change something rather than feeling negative about it or, like I was saying, kind of giving up about it and thinking, I can't do anything about this, so woe is me, woe is me. Um, so burdock root would be a really good one to employ today in some way. And even if you can't get it physically, uh, although burdock is pretty easy to find, um, even if you can't get it physically, if you want to just sit and do a meditation with it, having a picture of it can actually draw the energy of that plant in so that you can connect with it. Um, putting a picture of it on your computer desktop background, perhaps, or your phone background or your iPad background, even just for the day, can help to draw that energy to you and kind of remind you of it every time you see it, as well as stimulate that energy around you um, to be working with you throughout the day. So you might want to keep that in mind. You might want to consider that for the day. 
um, using a little burdock or even just the image of a burdock or burdock root. Uh, the flower is very interesting. They're very prickly. They have like this prickly ball, and then they kind of bloom into this spiky purple flower kind of thing. I find them very fascinating in terms of their visual look. Uh, usually when you are like eating it or making a tea, you work with the root a lot of times uh, more so. But I would encourage you to just see what that's like. Try that out today. There's your unexpected surprise. Try something new or different. See what happens. See how it stimulates something or what it may bring you or open up for you that perhaps wouldn't have gotten stimulated or opened up otherwise um, during the day. So I think I will take a quick break here. I will remind you if you'd like to receive a reading during the show, you can either Skype in or call 646-716-5510 and that will get you into the queue. Um, I'm going to take a quick break. When we come back, I just want to talk to you a little bit about what's going on in the astrological weather patterns. Uh, there's some very exciting energy that kind of that, that just kicked into gear, um, especially uh, Jupiter trine Uranus, which is going to go through spring, and that is going to really give us the opportunity to go big or go home. Um, so you can really start thinking about the the question for yourself of where in your life do you want to go big. Uh, or win big because there's a lot happening with Jupiter uh, that is really kicking into high gear that we can um, access and take advantage of. So I'm going right after the break, I will come back and we will talk a little bit about that and how to work with that as well as kind of what the 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 time frame is for that so that we can best prepare and make sure that we're doing what we can to take advantage of it. We'll be right back. façon de voir la vie, un peu plus grand qu'un pays, un destin, un regard. C'est de la musique et des cris, un pour tous et tous réunis, un chemin, une histoire. Mi vida, mi sabor, mi fuerza, mi amor, color gitano, ma raison, mes valeurs, ma maison, ma couleur, color gitano. El color de mi cielo Gitano La carquiva tu mapo Gitano El color de mi cielo Gitano La You're listening to L.I.V.E. On-Air Readings with your Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. hosts, 
on Firefly Willows, L-I-V-E. opportunity to call in and receive a reading live on the air. We do have different uh, Firefly Willows live hosts as well as special guests that um, we rotate through that offer various uh, types of readings uh, and use different tools for the readings. So it's not always the same people, nor is it always the same type of reading that you might get. Uh, If you would like to receive a reading during the show, you can either Skype in from the show page, or you can call 646-716-5510. My name is Heisey Lutmers, and I am your host today, offering readings. I mainly work with the Tarot, uh, and I also host a couple of other shows here, Revolution, as well as the Amethyst Oracle, Divination with a Queer Twist. So uh, I mentioned that I wanted to talk a little bit about some astrology information, and we will get to that in just a little bit, but I thought we'd go ahead and go to our first caller uh, who has been waiting patiently on the line uh, for a reading. So let's go ahead and bring them in. And this is a caller from area code 216. Are you there, caller from area code 216? Yes, I'm here. Uh, What's your name? and where? caller from Cleveland. From Cleveland? Yes. Well, welcome to the show. Uh, what is it that you'd like us to look at for you today in a reading? Um, I want you to look at, uh, I want to know, we're having a meeting next uh, Thursday. I want you to see if you could find some insight of me, if I'm going to get uh, laid off or not. I, I just was shuffling the card, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's the day and month of your birth? Uh, Twelve sixteen. All right. All right. So let's see. All 
So I will say, so the reason I asked the birth date is to calculate um, a year number and a year card. And that can sometimes give us the overall uh, theme or focus or insight into what the year is about. You're in a seven year, which corresponds to the chariot card. So the chariot card can be a year of, of movement. Uh, sometimes it's progress or sometimes it's just telling us it's time to get on the move. Um, and if we don't do that, then there can often be instances where the universe steps in and says, well, if you're not going to move, then it's time to move. <laughs> um, the So even in some ways, I would say whether have you thought about changing jobs? Uh, yeah, I mean, I really, I just really wish I just had time. Um, I just had time where I could just work on my, you know, doing my holistic health, um, practitioner thing. If I could just do that alone without working, I know I need the job for bills and whatnot. But yeah, I have thought about, uh, getting another job. So what what the chariot card would say as a year card would say this before your birthday of this year, that this would be the year that you would want to at least start um, heading in that direction, putting energy towards moving in uh, towards that destination or goal and beginning to make it happen. We don't want you it, think of like a, a race, um, like a car race uh, at by your birthday. If we think of the race as being racing towards a change in your job situation. One, the chariot card wants you to be in the driver's seat rather than allowing somebody else to drive for you so that you're just a passenger at the whim of what and when and where they decide to go. Um, and two, we don't want you to still be at the starting gate revving your engine at uh, by your birthday of this year. We want you to have gone out of the gate and started to zoom towards making it happen um, in order to be moving down that path before the end of the year. Uh and the 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 quicker and the 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 sooner that you take charge of making that happen and being the one that is driving that situation yourself, the more successful you're going to be and the more satisfied you'll be with the the kind of change that ends up happening and the kind of job that you end up getting. Because uh, sometimes if we're forced into a situation, we just take something out of desperation, but we're not happy with it. Whereas if we're the one that is driving the change, then we are far more likely to be satisfied with where we end up because we were the ones that were actually making it happen as well as choosing when and where and what it ended up looking like. Um, and and some of that I say because the cards that came up, we start with the King of Wands reversed. Reverse just means it came up upside down. Um, and King of Wands is about being the creator of your own destiny. And when it's reversed, it can often indicate that either we are holding back from doing that, either out of fear or resistance, or we are allowing other people or other things to basically create our destiny, our future for us, rather than us being the one who is the primary force in making that happen. Um Next to that is the Four of Pentacles, which actually is a nice card to see in some ways because Four of Pentacles often indicates stability, especially Pentacles represents things like job, money, environment, etc. So Four of Pentacles being here can indicate that we may be in a 
fairly stable situation for the moment, but I don't think that it would be for a long time. It's it's like saying this we may survive this round of layoffs, but the next one we will not. And that's why we would want to take advantage of, all, of going ahead and starting to actively look for how we're going to change our situation rather than waiting until we're forced into making a change and then perhaps having to move into something that is not ideal or not really what we want because now we have more pressure that we are under as a result of the situation. Um, and and I also say that because in the short term, which for me is the next one to three months, so just between now and the end of the year, basically, um, and it can indicate what's coming next or what's the next step or next course of action. In the short term, we have the Six of Pentacles reversed. And that's why it's nice to see the Four of Pentacles there, but having the Six of Pentacles reversed being right there in the short term says, I would anticipate that if you survive the the situation on Thursday, I think it was Thursday you said, um, that there is probably going to be a second wave and there isn't going, you're not going to survive that as well. So use this as a wake-up call to start putting into action, making the changes you have perhaps thought about but not done anything about because the sooner you do that, the more you are able to avoid ending up in a, a more difficult situation. No, okay. Oh, wow. Um, you know, four of pentacles here in the deck I'm using, which is, um, it, it associates this card with Capricorn. Capricorn is the end of the year. Capricorn is like December 20th to January 20th. So four of pentacles would say we're probably good through the end of the year. Uh, but then the, that second wave, the six of pentacles, interestingly, the six of pentacles here is corresponded to Taurus. So that gives us a few months. Taurus is actually um, uh, April 20th to May 20th. So I would I would look at this and say you'll probably... Now, Six of Pentacles reversed may indicate that there may be some sort of a, a pay cut or there may be something... And pay cut could also include things like... Um, having to pay more for our benefits than we were, you know, that kind of thing. It doesn't mean they just reduce the salary, but there may be other things that are involved in that. Um, but I would I would anticipate looking at this, you'll probably be okay for this one. But by April, May of next year, there will probably be a second wave and you won't be offered something at that time. So it would be better to start moving forward before the end of the year with that chariot card towards making the change you've been thinking about doing and jumping in the driver's seat to start zooming that at 150 miles an hour, getting focused, getting intense about it, and just making it happen so that you're on the road and on the go rather than hanging around here for very much longer. So I get I get an emotional, yeah, okay. Yes. And I mean, some of it is saying don't become complacent. Don't think that, oh, I survived this round of layoffs, so I guess I'm okay. So now I can just kind of sit back and chill. Um, it's right. kind of like, it's kind of, it's more saying let even surviving this be a wake-up call that this isn't going to last forever and probably it's not going to last for very much longer because 
What this would say is the reasons why the company is doing layoffs at this time are probably not going to improve between now and next April, May, like six months. You know, um, And so six months from now, they're going to be saying, well, we still need to shave off more from the bottom line, so we now need to make some more cuts and that kind of thing. Um, and this would not indicate that it's going to, because they may be saying we're going to do this round of layoffs. We won't do more if things improve in the next six months. Like we'll look at the numbers for the next two quarters, and if things have gotten better, then we'll be okay. This would indicate that's yeah. probably not going to happen. So you don't want to be hanging around waiting until things get worse and worse versus yeah. using this as an opportunity to start getting a move on and moving away from this towards what it is that you want to be doing or just making a change to something else that will give you a little bit more stability and security. Yeah, because I don't see it um, improving. Yeah, this is, so, yeah, it kind of makes sense. Uh, yeah, okay. and th- this this would validate that in the sense that, you know, it's it's not going to improve in the next six months or by next spring or whatever their time frame is. Uh, and so this would just be the first of perhaps additional cuts that will happen at that time, which you would likely be more subject to rather than the one that come, is coming this week. No, but you don't. But you don't have to wait around. You don't have to wait around for that. All right. <laughs> really what this is saying. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. I already know it's coming. coming, so I'm not for just yeah. Either get out of there or, you know, so. Yeah, so I guess I'll get yeah, on my just, job just, and do yeah. my, yeah. Right, just, just, think my of work. The cherry, yeah, just think of the cherry card saying, get a move on. You're, right, You've been right. spinning your wheels long enough. It's now time to get a move on, press the accelerator, charge out of the gate, and if nothing else, start seeing where that will take you and what that will open up for you rather than waiting, thinking you need to somehow know it or figure it out before you ever even press the accelerator. Okay. Plus, plus, I will say, well, actually, if you, if you keep listening, when we finish here, I'm going to talk a little bit about what's going on astrologically. And with Jupiter trying Uranus, especially through the spring, um, as well as Jupiter is in Leo, uh, there's a lot going on, especially over the next few months through June of next year, that gives us a lot of energetic support for making big changes and getting lucky breaks as long as we are getting out there stimulating the energy for those lucky breaks to happen. So I think that you would be very successful in being able to make a change and getting things moving if you really hit that accelerator starting now. And you'll probably start to see it, one, come to fruition quickly, in, in quickly being relative. Um, the Jupiter trine Uranus aspect basically says things that we start setting in motion and start putting our energy and focus towards changing now, we'll start to see the payoff and reward by June of next year. It uh, doesn't mean it has to wait until then to start showing up. It just means that we have that period of time and we'll probably see things really happen where we are putting our energy and focus for making change occur. Okay. All right. All right. That's very insightful. Well, a lot of clarity to me. Good. Good. Well, I hope that it helped a bit. Hopefully, I hope, actually, what I'm hoping is that it motivated you and stimulated you to say, okay, it's time for me to get on this, to get on the road and start making this happen. 
Yeah, because I, cause I have been uh, procrastinating a bit, so I <laughs> think it's time to get on, the, get on a good foot. So It is, and, and the more you do that before the end of the year, the faster it will start to open up and happen for you. Okay. Alrighty, alrighty. All right. All right. Continue to listen to the show. Thanks a lot. All right. Thank you very much for calling in. All right. Bye bye. All right. So, as I briefly mentioned there, and it also mentioned before we took our break, there are a couple of things happening astrologically that are really, really key because. It's not that they never happen. It's just that these this particular combination of things don't necessarily happen on a frequent basis. Um, so the the first one that I would talk about is since I had already mentioned it is I will talk about Jupiter and Jupiter is in Leo and Jupiter is also trine Uranus. Now uh, trine means if you looked in the sky it would look like a triangle. Um, with the the different points, uh, the planets at the different points. And um, Jupiter and Leo is all about, um, how can we say this? It's, It's about outward growth and expansion. Jupiter asks us to go big. Jupiter asks us to expand and go beyond the boundaries of what we have normally confined ourselves by, worked within, or thought that the limits needed to be. Um, it's going to. It's asking us to question and challenge the limits and the boundaries that we have perhaps set for ourselves or worked within, and see that there is actually ability and opportunity for going beyond that if we simply set ourselves to the task of doing it. Um, if we open ourselves up to it, the, the nice thing is that with Jupiter, Jupiter also represents luck. Um, it's a great planet for gambling because it, it represents, thing, it always increases or enhances anything. So anything we do while it's here in Leo, which it's now in through next August um, of 2015, um, anything that we're doing, it's kind of like everything we do gets enhanced or, or expands more or is infused with greater energy than what we put into it. Uh, so it's like if we put, if we push to 10, Jupiter will kick it into 15, but it's only because we pushed it to 10 that Jupiter is able to push that. It's, it's a, a relative kind of thing, uh, and which expands exponentially the more we put energy into something. Um, it's like saying if we put energy level of one into something, Jupiter will make it two. If we put energy level of four into something, Jupiter will make it eight. If we put energy level of 10 into something, Jupiter will make it 20. You know, So it starts to grow and expand exponentially, but it's all dependent on what we put into it. Um, and Jupiter can bring us greater reward than what it is that we had initially thought or expected or set out to accomplish, sorry. Um, and so that hopefully, again, that that's kind of like a exciting and motivating factor. It can be a little daunting, but it also is very exciting. And so hopefully that will encourage you to think about where in your life do you want to expand? 
expand? Uh, where is it that I'm feeling like I've kind of become uh, a hum? Uh, it's kind of like a humdrum existence. I've kind of just there rather than feeling as if I'm really living it and experiencing it and, and firing on all cylinders and it's motivating me and getting me fired up. Those are the areas where you really want to focus on starting to put energy into or to make changes in. Um, and Jupiter and Leo especially will really uh, kick in to help push that outward and grow that. And, and the fact that Jupiter tends to be outward is about looking at things in our outward life and our outward world, which can be things like career or where we want to live or how we're moving through the world or those kind of things. Um, it's uh, Jupiter will boost any project that we're putting energy into. So the key there, of course, is to make sure that we are putting energy into the goals, the ambitions, the projects that we are really wanting and passionate about and fired up about uh, because it'll get enhanced. Now, if we're putting energy into things that we're not really keen on, that we're not really excited about, those will also get enhanced. But just like with the, the, the misperception about alcohol where people think, oh, I'm feeling badly, so I'm going to go and I'm going to drink and that'll help me to feel better. Alcohol actually just exacerbates how we're already feeling. So if we're feeling sad, angry, unhappy, um, alcohol is going to just make us feel worse. If we're feeling elated and joyful and happy, alcohol will actually exacerbate that, it, it, which can be a good thing sometimes can be a bad thing depending on the indulgence level, but it's the same with Jupiter. Jupiter is simply going to enhance wherever we're and whatever we're putting energy into. So if we're putting it into things we really want and really love and are really excited about, Jupiter is really going to help push the boundaries of that excitement and that passion and really help to open up and make those things explode in a good way. Uh, but if we're putting energy into things that we don't really believe in, that we don't really want, but we think we just have to do it, then, uh, or we've convinced ourselves that that's just what we have to do, then we're going to, it may still move forward, but we're going to continue feeling more and more unhappy, dissatisfied, or even exhausted or drained by it. Um, it it'll compound that feeling as well. So really be intentional, really be clear, really be committed to where you want to put your energy and the things that you want to see happen or change or come about in your life because that's what Jupiter is really going to enhance and expand on. And you want to make sure it's what you want <laughs> and not what would continue to add to your pain, your exhaustion, your dissatisfaction. Um so that's Jupiter in Leo. Now that started in July and goes through August of next year. So we have some time to really take advantage of that. Um, and there's no better time than the present to start or at least to begin visioning so that you can start coming up with a plan so that you can start taking up uh, taking advantage of that energy before August of next year. Um, then we're going to talk about Jupiter. Uh, well, we can talk a little bit about Jupiter trine Uranus, actually. Um, so Jupiter trine Uranus just kind of kicked in here towards the end of this month and is going to be in effect through spring, through June of next year. Um, now, the 
the key moments for that when that energy is at its peak is during this month. Uh, well, sorry, during the month of October. It is at a peak now. It just hit its peak uh, this week. Um, and that peak will kind of, the, the the effect of that, the residual effect of that will kind of linger uh, through most of October. Um, and then it will peak again in March, and then it will peak again in June. So if you think of the idea that we are working towards change, so now is a time to put, it's, I'm going to use like a, a poker metaphor, um, now is the time to go all in. Then it'll wane a little bit, so then like from November until March, we may still be playing the game, but we are playing either a little more cautiously, but we're still increasing our take, but we're not doing it by going all in. It's like, I know when to fold, I know when to you know, bet a certain amount, and, and I play the game strategically, but I continue to play the game. And then in March is another point where we want to go all in, and then June would be another all in moment. So as you think about how to structure the approach to creating change and making something happen, as you think about how to structure when and where and how to put your energy in and how much to put in, you want to think of those peak times as the time to be putting all of the energy into it. So we want to kind of crescendo up to those points and then really, boom, do something big in those peak times. And then we will crescendo again, and then, boom, we will peak again. So think about how to approach or structure things in order to have that crescendo and take advantage of those peak time periods uh, right now, October, as well as March and June, so that you can, so that you don't burn yourself out and so that you don't, um, you know, blow your wad prematurely, uh, so that you don't do something and miss out on something because you were a little too quick out of the gate or you were a little too soon with the peak. And then it, it all of a sudden it peaks when you're already kind of slightly declining or don't have the energy to take full advantage of it. Um, and so if you want to think of a question, then you can think of for Jupiter, yeah, Jupiter trine Uranus for what's going on now through June, then the big question is, where in your life do you want to win big? You have to be willing to take some risks. Jupiter encourages risk. It also it, it, uh, it brings us those lucky breaks. So it's, it's worth taking the gamble. It's worth taking the risk. Uh, it can also, uh, Jupiter trine Uranus is a very supportive connection. So I think that one thing that you may also see is that um, you will connect with people or things that end up being very supportive of what you're trying to do or able to help you out in some way. Uh, so you want to pay attention to that and take advantage of that. Now, the Uranus aspect kicks in there. Um, Jupiter gives us the big payoff, but Uranus kicks in there and gives us a lot of the um, unexpected, the surprise, the shock. Sometimes it's radical upheaval. Um, so you may find that as you are moving towards something or trying to create something, that something unexpected happens and suddenly moves it in a different direction or opens up a door you never considered going through or uh, brings you into contact with someone that is 
completely out of the blue or, or you're a sh it shocks you as to who that is or how they could help you. Uh, pay attention to those unexpected aspects because they're very important and very key. Now, you may find that the most unexpected things kind of hit during those peak times, so this month, October, uh, as well as in March and in June. Um, but even if it's other times, pay really close attention when that happens because those unexpected surprises, shocks, or shifts are really going to be key to helping things succeed as well as move it in the direction that it needs to be going to be most successful and realize its fullest potential, even if that's not a direction or a way or an aspect that you had considered or that you thought would perhaps not be uh, as conducive or successful for you. So this, you know, in Jupiter Trinuris, Jupiter really kind of enhances the unexpected. It can make the shocks and surprises seem bigger. Uh, but if we are willing to be aware of those as well as to not back away from the unexpected and go with the surprise, then we will probably see a much bigger reward or payoff as a result. Um, and especially now, because this is really about starting to look at uh, th this period of time is really one of the best times to be making big change, radical change in your life to really follow your own dreams, follow your own passions, follow your own bliss, if you want to think of it that way, um, to, to trust your genius. Uh, you know, and, and it won't happen overnight, although there will probably be kind of these um, quick developments along the way. Uh, I would anticipate during those peak times of October, March, and June, we'll probably it's kind of like we get lurched forward all of a sudden, like we're making progress, making progress, and all of a sudden, boom, <laughs> we suddenly like lurched way forward as a result of something. Um, but that'll a lot of that will have to do with what we're doing in terms of how much energy we're putting into something and how focused we're staying on it. Uh, and really starting to set that in motion now. It may take a bit of time, but we would start to see the big payoff or at least start to see how that vision is manifesting um, around that uh, June time frame. So it may take about nine or 10 months, which actually makes sense because we have the idea of gestation there and birth. Um, so don't don't get stuck in instant gratification thinking if it doesn't happen overnight then it's not working or I guess I need to go a different direction know that it will take a little bit of time but actually that's not a lot of time that it needs to take for it to suddenly pay off uh, just don't back away and really commit to putting that energy into making those changes setting those things in motion and going bigger and broader and taking some risks and trusting in luck um, and trusting in your own passion trusting in that, your own genius, if you will, um, you know best. So again, ask yourself that question, where in your life do you want to win big or go big? Where do you want something to be bigger? Um, and what changes are necessary for that? How are you going to be, uh, how are you going to be the visionary that, that is able to see what is possible and not limit the possibility and potential of what could be? Um, how are you going to innovate? How are you going to be inventive in the sense of thinking outside the box and working with things that seem to be radical or outside of the box, maybe compared to what you've normally done or what you didn't expect or hadn't thought about that suddenly presents itself, really being able to take advantage of those things, um, accessing them and reaching beyond the point that you normally reach for. Strive 
for more. Reach higher. Go bigger. So hopefully that gives <clears throat> hopefully that gives you a little bit of uh information about what's going on as well as a little kick in the butt, a little uh, fire under your feet to to get going, to get moving, to get changing. Uh, so there's also another aspect that's going on, Mercury and Scorpio, which actually will help us in communication terms of how to communicate that vision and that kind of thing. So uh, I'm going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, I'm going to talk a little bit about Mercury and Scorpio because I think that also um, will play into being able to fully access and fully succeed in making the payoff as big as possible from that Jupiter and Leo trine Uranus aspect. Um, you're listening to Firefly Willow's L-I-V-E, our monthly call-in show, where you have the chance to call in and receive a reading. You can get into the queue for a reading by Skyping in or calling 646-716-5510. My name is Hi-C, and I am here offering your readings today, and we will be right Glenna and her brilliant team of experts as she explores the topics that connect your mind, body, and spirit. What's your prescription for balance will give you options to consider that will support you on your journey. Listen in and discover more about how powerful you really are when it comes to your health, the health of humanity, and the planet. You're guaranteed to pause, think, feel, and smile your way to a healthier life when you tune in the first Thursday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 12 noon Atlantic Standard Time.
You're listening to L.I.V.E. On-Air Readings with your Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. host on Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. Find out more at fireflywillows.com. Enjoy the show. And we're back. My name is Hi C. I am your host for this month's Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. call-in show. And I would encourage you, if you would like to get a reading, to get into the queue by Skyping in or calling 646-716-5510. Now, before the break, I was talking about the energies, that the, the astrological weather pattern that is passing through between now and next June. Now and next August, Jupiter and Leo is through August. Jupiter, Trine, Uranus is through next June. And... Um, the one what I wanted to start with actually is I thought well let us let us ask the tarot let us pull a card to see what is the best way for us to uh, move into access and utilize this Jupiter energy uh, as it is trying Uranus and moving through Leo um, over the next ten to twelve months and the card that came up is the judgment card reversed. So one thing that that says is we have to release and let go of all judgment, Uh, meaning, especially when we talked about Uranus bringing the unexpected, we have to be willing to accept the unexpected, to let go of judgment around what we think. And this is really kind of letting go of our pride or our ego of thinking that we know best versus trusting the universe to know best. And the universe will answer the call. It's like the universe will see that we are trying to make change or make something happen or move in a certain direction. When it sees us putting in that effort and energy, it will then step in and say, okay, I'm going to reward you by making sure that you go in the right direction and towards the right destination rather than putting energy into something that perhaps takes you off course or takes you to something that is not as fulfilling or could be as rewarding or does not hold as great of potential as what could be. So the reverse judgment card says if we can let go of judging something according to, well, that's not what I thought I wanted. That's not what I think the direction should be or was going to be. Therefore, I'm not going to accept it. I'm not going to go down it. If we can release the judgment around that, then we will be able to take far more advantage of what comes our way and be far more um, surprised by the reward and payoff that ends up coming as a result of having not gotten stuck in thinking we could make judgment about what is right or what is best versus trusting what suddenly happens or is brought to us to perhaps open that up or alter that course in some way. Uh, The judgment card is also about, um, it's kind of like the writings on the wall or it's the wake-up call, you know, the wake up and smell the coffee. It's the the slap that says snap out of it. And when it's reversed, reversals can indicate fear and resistance. So it's like saying, well, the writing's on the wall, but if I turn my back to that wall, well, then surely that means it's not there. But all that means is that we're living in denial (laughs) Uh, because it is still there. So the reversal of this says that we have to let go of and overcome our fear or resistance to the writing on the wall, to the, the wake-up call that is happening and where it is pointing us or what is it, what it's opening up in us or for us, 
so that we can take advantage of what is coming and not miss out on the possibilities and the potential of that because we are too stuck in either that I'm afraid of that, I don't know if I'm ready for that, or I know what's best and that's not what it looked like, therefore that probably can't be right. So this reverse judgment card is really asking us to open our vision and allow our vision to see things without illusion so that we can work with them, access them, and move forward with them in a way that moves us beyond what our mind or our ego may think is right or best and instead opens us up to the possibility and potential that maybe there is something that is even more right or even more possible that is out there if I simply give it that chance and when it slaps me across the face, I actually pay attention and take advantage of it rather than simply slap back and then try to turn my back on it so that it can't hit me again. (laughs) If you do that, sometimes what I find with the judgment card reversed is it'll slap you across the face, you slap back, then you turn your back and pretend like it doesn't exist, and then it pulls the rug out from under you, and then you fall hard. So we can avoid that falling hard if we simply take the first slap across the face as a wake-up call. Uh, The judgment card is also about being able to look back and assess what got me here. Now, it's not to to put blame or that kind of thing. It's simply to look at what worked and what didn't that got me to this point. And as I prepare to move forward into the next thing, what do I take with me and what do I leave behind? The reversal of this card says there can be a danger that we are not paying attention to the mistakes and the lessons learned from those mistakes and that we are likely to repeat them again, that we are not taking the time to do that assessment and evaluation process before moving forward. So as you are thinking about and envisioning what you want to change and how you want to go about changing it, Also, as part of that process, make sure that you are looking at, well, what worked before? And maybe that worked for then, but maybe I don't need to try to keep just repeating that because if that's going to just give me the same result, that's not really about growth and expansion. That's just about maintaining. And now is a time not to maintain, but to actually go beyond. And not learning from the past, even in a good way of seeing what worked, If we think, if I just repeat that, I'll be okay, that's going to inhibit our ability and opportunity to grow and expand and have as big of a payoff or realize the fullest potential that is possible. So that was hopefully uh, a little something to think about as you are considering, okay, when I want to think about where in my life do I want to win big? What is it that I want to change? Where do I want to start growing, expanding, and going beyond where I've been at? Hopefully that gives you some guidance as to what to think about and how to also approach that process. So I also mentioned that something that is happening, and now this is a little more short term because this is really just through the month of October. Um, We have Mercury in Scorpio. And what this is doing, Mercury is really about the cerebral process. It's also about communication. Um, and Scorpio Scorpio has a lot of facets to it, but it really is about going deeper into things. It's looking at the 
the, the, the more hidden or sometimes the scarier parts and aspects of things. Um, and so Mercury and Scorpio is really asking us throughout this month in particular, meaning the month of October, to, uh, to be willing to take our communications to a deeper level to focus on communicating around important matters and having the more important and involved and deeper discussions and to not waste our time or get too caught up in small talk, in lots of energy around dealing with relatively inconsequential things. This could be like for example, in a company, a lot of times people, you'll hear people complain that their day is nothing but meetings. And they have one meeting and then there's another meeting and that meeting is just to talk about what happened in another meeting. And then it's like, it just keeps going round and round, but the real issues never get resolved or the real discussions never get had. This is a month where you want to make sure that that loop doesn't get stuck that we are making progress because we are willing to go deeper into the conversation, which may mean we were going to have a 15-minute conversation to try to resolve this huge issue. And instead, let's set aside an hour and only make that the one thing on the agenda rather than trying to cover multiple things in that hour. And by having an hour instead of 15 minutes, we are giving a lot more time by just focusing on that one issue to really delve into it and start to look and see what's going on at a deeper level, what might be some of the solutions we can begin moving towards, rather than just skimming the surface and then feeling like, well, now we've got to have another 15-minute meeting because we've only skimmed the surface and we need to come back to this again and again and again. But it takes forever for anything to actually get done or resolved or changed. So, and whether it's in a work situation or a personal situation, personal life situation, Mercury and Scorpio throughout the month of October is really encouraging us to make sure that when we have conversations, when we are talking about things that we want to change or need to deal with, that we are allowing the space to breathe around the conversation so that it has the time and the opportunity to go deeper and to uh, explore those areas and things that may not be able to get touched on when we try to just have a quick five-minute conversation. So set aside quality time for communication and conversations. Uh, really think about the communication you're putting out. So whether it's talking to someone or whether you're writing something or posting something on a blog or a website or whatever, social media, um, take the time to think about what you're posting. Spend some time rereading it and seeing if there's more to it great is it communication of substance or is it communication of noise is it rehashing what's already been said and discussed or is it actually going deeper to start exploring other things that haven't yet been touched on or discussed or dealt with um, taking that time and doing that you're going to find that the situation can transcend itself, that we can actually see real movement, real progress, real solutions starting to emerge and starting to happen. Uh, and Mercury and Scorpio is going to help to really support that. So the more that we're willing to do that and engage in that way, the more that energy is going to infuse 
the opportunity and the potential for making that kind of progress and change and having that insight come about and bringing about those solutions is going to to be able to really come about. Um, it, you know, Scorpio can be kind of funny because Scorpio can make us a bit paranoid, <laughs> I will say. Um, and this is perhaps a month where our paranoia is not necessarily uncalled for. It just means that we need to pay attention to the real dangers that are out there and to not let ourselves get paranoid by little things that may make us... Mercury and Scorpio can stir up things like jealousy and insecurity and but it can it can exacerbate those to the point that little things become big issues when they don't need to be. So make sure that if we're going to be paranoid that we're doing so around real things that are of real danger like the Ebola virus <laughs> versus getting all worked up about things that are completely inconsequential and, and become this huge deal, like saluting with a coffee cup in your hand. Um, the, the, because if we're having the deeper conversations, we're getting to the root of things. We're being able to go down and see what's the reality here. Um, when we don't, then we can very quickly and very easily see things out of context and then make snap judgments about them or rush to jealousy or insecurity about them because we're not getting the full picture, we're not hearing the full story. So make sure we take time to get the full story. If there is something that triggers our jealousy or insecurity, let us not let that overwhelm us, but let's use that to say, hmm, let me delve a little deeper into that and see what's really going on or what the truth or the reality of that situation is. Let me have that deeper, more important conversation rather than creating the conversation in my head and allowing that to suddenly become the script that we're operating off of. And that can often lead us down a very, very um, incorrect road, <laughs> let us say. So one, one way during Mercury and Scorpio, one way to... Uh, uh, avoid some of this and, and to deal with this energy is to focus our obsession into productive things. So when we're talking about the Jupiter energies, Jupiter and Leo, Jupiter trine Uranus, focus our energies into something productive around what it is that we want to change, what kind of shifts we want to make in our lives, what direction we want to be going. Uh, because if we can keep our attention and our focus there, one will find that it really starts to move forward and pick up speed and momentum and really starts to happen in both faster and bigger ways. But it also means that we won't have time to let our mind wander into those areas that can create stories around jealousies and insecurities and unimportant things um, so that all of those issues get triggered. Uh, because the time and the energy just won't be there to do that because we'll be focused on being productive and obsessing about something we're actually tangibly engaged in and seeing progress around rather than things that are just the illusions of our mind that we're starting to create out of one little thing that we've seen, heard, or taken out of context in some way. Um, so, and so what that means is we want to be very careful about not editorializing things, which is creating those stories in our head around something. 
um, instead sticking with the the objective facts with the reality of the situation if we don't know that find it out be more scientific be more journalistic in your approach to things during this month um, meaning maintaining that objectivity um, seeking out the facts of things getting the the information on things not rendering judgment here we can see how our judgment card reversed comes into play, especially um, not rendering judgment about something that we don't have the full story on or all of the information about um, being more organized, uh, making sure that we uh, are engaging in, in better follow through. Um, we do have a Mercury retrograde coming up, and that's going to be through October 5th to the 27th. So that's really when we want to be able to focus on following through on things, um, making sure that we're double-checking information and facts around things, not rushing to conclusions or judgments about things without getting a second opinion or double-checking those kind of things. Um, so Mercury and Scorpio throughout this month with that extra flavor of Mercury retrograde on top, um, our insecurities, our jealousies, those kind of things can really get triggered and can really get carried away. But if we focus our attention and energy on both what is real, what is true, finding out the facts, not rushing to judgment about things out of context, and focusing that um, energy towards things that are productive rather than um, uh, rather than speculative, then we will find we will move through this month far more successfully and engaging in conversations that are real, that go deeper, that are allowed the time to move to where they need to go to rather than rushing through conversations. Um, that will also end up being very productive for us as well. So the same that I did with the um, Jupiter aspect. Uh, I'm also going to do the same thing for the Mercury and Scorpio, and I'm going to pull a card, and we're going to ask, how is it that we can best navigate through and work with the Mercury and Scorpio energies so that we don't get carried away by speculation, by insecurity, by illusion or assumption versus staying focused on the real, staying focused on the facts, staying objective, and focusing on what is productive rather than what is simply speculative. So the card that has come up is the Four of Swords reversed. So it's interesting that swords have come up because swords is the suit of Mercury because it's the sword uh, suit of thinking, of communication. Um, Four of Swords reversed would indicate taking our head out of the sand and taking more immediate action. So taking our head out of the sand would mean let's not bury our heads and think, I know what's going on, so now I'm going to go over here and I'm going to just ruminate on what I think is going on and therefore create this whole story and scenario about what probably is happening. Um, instead, pull your head out of the sand, come out from under the covers, and actually, one, be willing to see it for what it is. Was it really that bad? Was it really what you think? Or are you creating a whole scenario around one little thing, taking that one little thing out of context? Um, the taking immediate action part says don't let things linger. 
if there is something that you need to find out about, if there's something you're unsure of, if, you're, if there's something you're uncomfortable about, have the conversation now. Don't wait and let your head run away with you. Don't wait and let other people come to some sort of weird conclusions or have some sort of misperception. Um, instead, engage it, uh, uh, you know, interact about it immediately rather than later, which goes to that deeper conversation part. It's like if there's an issue between you and someone else, then quickly find a time to sit down and have a conversation about it, not five minutes in between meetings, but for an hour so that maybe you go to lunch together and you have the time to really engage in true conversation. Don't wait. Don't put off. Do it quickly because that will resolve the issue and allow things to be clear and to move forward rather than to linger or to become worse because people are making assumptions or holding on to resentment or anger around something, um, which can often then uh, exacerbate the situation and make it something that it never needed to become in the first place. Plus, we start to see how that allows for a lot more time for people to take things out of context and act in ways uh, that are are unbecoming, <laughs> let us say. Uh, is that polite enough? Um, so I, I think that's the big thing for the Four of Swords reversed, especially during this month of October is uh, and during this mercury and scorpio period is make sure that we are not delaying putting off or hesitating to have the conversations that are needed and are necessary so that things can be cleared up quickly and allowing the time for the conversation so that it has room to breathe and it has time to go into the areas and the depth that it needs to rather than to be a rushed conversation that creates a lot of noise but really doesn't resolve anything or move anything forward. So, that is Mercury and Scorpio. A little bit, a little taste of Mercury and Scorpio. I think that I will take another quick break. And when we come back, uh, well, first I'll just remind you, if you would like to get a reading, you can either Skype in or you can call 646-716-5510. And when I come back for the final segment, we're going to pull a card just to say, okay, as we move into October, how can we best navigate through the month overall? We've looked at it in terms of specific aspects of what's going on, but here we're just going to say, how can I live to my fullest, experience my fullest potential, and fulfill my greatest um, successes through the coming month? And that's what we will take a quick peek at as soon as we come back after this.
Firefly Willows LIVE host on Firefly Willows LIVE. Tarot reading can offer you insight, information, enlightenment, and empowerment along your life's path. High C is a professional tarot conversationalist and ritualist with over 10 years' experience. He's available for readings in a variety of formats, including parties and events. To schedule your personal tarot reading, contact High C at tarotbyhighc.net or email him at hic at fireflywillows.com. And welcome back. This is Firefly Willows L-I-V-E, our monthly call-in show where you, the listener, have the chance to call in and receive a reading live on the air during the show. So I previously finished talking about the weather pattern of Mercury in Scorpio as well as Jupiter in Leo and Jupiter trine Uranus. Um, And what I wanted to finish with today was uh, pulling a card just in general to say how to best navigate through the month, how to best work with all of these energies that are going on, and how to be most successful and realize our fullest potential um, in the month of October. So the card that came up actually is very interesting, and it is the devil, which I know for some people are like, ooh, scary. But if we can make friends with the devil, then it can serve us in a very, very profound way. Because... Ultimately, the devil is about freedom and liberation, and it means giving ourselves the opportunity to free ourselves and liberate ourselves from the chains of conditioning that we have been defining ourselves by or working within. And you'll hear how this echoes all that's going on with the Jupiter aspect as well as that Uranus aspect, because Jupiter wants us to go beyond 
So the devil card comes up and says, this is the time when we are able to see very clearly where our limits are, where our boundaries are, and how they may be overly limiting us and overly constricting and restricting us from growing and being able to go out and accomplish and do the things that we really want to do and see in our life. The devil card says, how and where am I giving my power away to other people, to other things? This can be a card of addiction. And addictions can be a very broad word because it doesn't have to just be alcohol and drugs. We can be addicted to a lifestyle so we stay in a job that we're miserable in because we are convinced that I won't be able to have the things that I have now if I make a change and do what I really want to do. We can have addictions to people. We can have addictions to places. We can have addictions to situations. So, And whenever we have an addiction, what we're doing is we're basically giving power over to that thing and saying, you control me. I am powerless before you. I cannot resist your temptation. Therefore, I guess I am just trapped or stuck here and I need to see myself as defined by this and therefore operate in this way. And the devil card is saying this is the month where we have the opportunity to throw that off and to start giving ourselves permission to be something else, perhaps to be more who we really are and to embrace that and uh, and explore that rather than to deny it or try to suppress it and hide it in some way because we're afraid of what other people may think or may say. The devil card really brings up issues that are uh, a lot of times based on trying to do what we're supposed to do, trying to follow what someone has said we should do or shouldn't do. And we do that because we're afraid of being judged, of being ostracized. Um, And if we can recognize that actually what ends up happening is the more we The more we live according to what other people and other influences have said we're supposed to be, and the less happy or fulfilled we are by being that or playing that role or living in that way, the more we will find things attracted and coming into our lives that reinforce that and make us feel more and more at dis-ease with that and When we give ourselves permission to be more true to ourselves, to just be who we are and not worry about what other people and other things say we're supposed to be or how we should do something or what we shouldn't do, then we will find that opportunities begin to open up, things that we attract into our lives begin to be more in line with what we would like and starts to offer us the ability to thrive and to create things more along how we would like them to be. Um, You know, the devil card says, take a walk on the wild side, which means drop some of your inhibitions and taboos this month. Don't stop yourself from exploring some of those areas and aspects and things that you've always been intrigued by, curious about, but afraid to go into out of fear of judgment or rejection and they they can be bizarre. They may seem odd to other people, but that doesn't mean that we need to ignore them or avoid them. 
It actually means those are the things that we want to perhaps embrace and explore a little more. Mercury and Scorpio that we just talked about actually encourages us to give uh, more of a free rein to our curiosity. And this really reinforces that saying, October is a month to bring your curiosity to the forefront and allow your curiosity to be what leads you into exploring, trying out, experimenting with areas and things that perhaps you've been hesitant or fearful of giving yourself permission to do previously. Uh, the devil card wants us to have a bit of fun. You know, sometimes this card is associated in some decks with the god Pan. And Pan is about revelry, indulgence, sometimes even overindulgence. It's, you know, dancing naked in the woods around a fire. <laughs> uh, it's, it's journey, it, it's, it's um, altered states of consciousness and being. So the devil card is saying this month, allow yourself to engage in things that alter your consciousness, that shift your being, that take you outside of yourself so that you can see what it's like to perhaps be more of your true self rather than feeling what it's like to always be stuck in the self that you're living as currently. So the devil card is, it can be a challenging card, but I think here, especially because we're asking it, what is it that we can do during this month of October? It's really an exciting card. It's it's a, a bit of a scary card, but oh, the places and the things that it can bring us and it can take us into when we just give ourselves permission and step into those. It can be a revelation. It can feel like liberation, like we have been freed from the bondage of how we've lived or who we've defined ourselves as uh, up to this point. And we now suddenly feel the freedom and the ability and the opportunity to say, oh, this is what it can feel like. This is who I can be. And when you start living that way and believing that and seeing that, you start to find other people and other things beginning to appear and be drawn into and towards you in your life that show you there is a whole other world out there that you perhaps thought didn't exist. But yes, there are other people like that. There are other places and, and, and ways to experience those things. You just have to give yourself permission. And that's the key for October. Give yourself permission. Say yes to the things that you normally have been afraid to say yes to, that you have normally found, felt bound to say no to. And you might see some unexpected opportunities and unexpected shifts and changes take place that will suddenly blow the lid off of the boundaries, limitations, and restrictions you've been operating in and under, and the ability to start to expand and go bigger as that Jupiter energy really has free access to come in and start enhancing who you are and what is happening in your life. So go forth in October and enjoy your relationship with the devil. Be the devil. And I want to thank you for listening. This has been the Firefly Willows L-I-V-E monthly call-in show. We're here every month, fourth Sunday of each month. Different hosts, different tools, 
different approaches, different types of readings, all here for you to take advantage of, uh, to get guidance, insight, information about yourself, about your life, about what you can do, what is possible, what you need to know in order to have the richest, fullest, most um, most experienced life possible. So thank you very much for listening, and I would encourage you to not only listen in again next month for our call-in show, but also check out some of the other shows. Uh, my name is Hi C. I have a couple of shows, Revolution on the second Sundays, The Amethyst Historical on the second Tuesdays, there's also a number of other shows under the Firefly Willows L-I-V-E channel. You can find out information about those at fireflywillows.com. You can find out information about them at facebook.com slash fireflywillows. And you, if, if you go to either of those places, you can also sign up for our email list, which will send out notifications for you to keep up with shows that are coming up topics and guests that are coming up on those shows, as well as announcements of new shows and things that are coming in the next few months. So again, my name is Hi C. If you'd like to get in touch with me personally, you can do so by visiting my website at tarotbyhighc.net, or you can email me, highc at tarotbyhighc.net. I'd be happy to hear from you, answer any questions for you, or talk to you and give you information about setting up a private session with me, whether in person or by FaceTime, Skype, or phone. And I would invite you to join us next time here on Firefly Willows, L-I-V-E. Thank you for joining us. This program was brought to you by Firefly Willows, L-I-V-E. We hope you enjoyed the show. This is Deb Carousella. Please join us next time on Firefly Willows, L-I-V-E, for What's Your Prescription for Balance with Dr. Glenna Calder, Thursday morning at 8 a.m. I was born with my back to the stars. Turn me over. I'd like to see. Here comes the morning to end our dream. Turn me over. I'd like to see. I was born with my back to the stars. Please see that they tell my truth. Please see that they tell my truth. Thank you.